0: welcome back to fantastic voyage a david Bowie and tin machine podcast I'm Jesse I'm John today we're doing a bonus episode best of tin machine we're gonna do a quick little playlist I mean we've got two albums and a couple live recordings and and that's it but we thought you know in in true form let's let's wrap a season by compiling our our favorites uh, it'll have to be a smaller playlist than previous ones i would think if not it's just going to end up being like half of each album <laughs> which wouldn't be like well
1: that could also more. be cool too the definitive tin machine album yeah you wean, wean through the ones you don't like because there's a few on every album right um well how many times what...
0: have you seen the, the white album done be- <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. a single white album
1: really filling that beatles quote in early and in. getting that done yeah <laughs>
0: get that out of the way um yeah i've had fun doing these these Tin Machine episodes. I'm I'm kinda sad that it's over. I was really looking mm-hmm. forward to it. It was a perfect it turned out to be the perfect summer music. I, I in terms of, of Bowie's catalog. It's it's great to listen to in the summer. Um and I yeah, I, I learned a lot about Tin Machine during all of this. This was definitely oh, yeah. more of a discovery uh, season as opposed to definitely everything that came before this. Yeah. Totally. Um Yeah, so let's 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 get to it. We should talk format, which uh, we're going to this, folks, with zero prep. We haven't even talked about yeah. <laughs> how many we're picking or anything. Um, I shouldn't say zero prep. I wrote down the ones that I think that I'm, I'm gonna pick, but it could change. We'll I just see.
1: have tin machine one and two in front of me and I'm remembering the ones I like.
0: So we did. I think Berlin was the smallest in terms of like there were three albums and we picked fifteen songs from three albums. In terms of like that, we had that was the. So was you're only, thinking ten. I'm thinking less. I'm thinking like
1: oh. eight. Oh, maybe. I think we can do ten. No, I don't know. Ten, because th- if you do fifteen from Berlin, okay, granted it's Berlin, mm-hmm. so it's a little bit more meat on the bone. But I was just thinking that just in terms of uh, three albums, fifteen. You do the subtract one third is ten yeah maybe but, it's a weird way of doing math i mean but it's i know the answer's right no yeah
0: <laughs> but uh, well i mean i guess the, the, the berlin is like
1: berlin that's what i mean <laughs> yeah. yeah it's got well,
0: like there's more to pick from but at the same top time, 10 sounds good top eight's kind of got no ring to it what maybe we, we yeah, even name yeah. the and episode I, top I, 10 I,
1: and i kind of think it's selling tin machine short because i like more than eight songs yeah oh definitely and you know i i feel like if we did eight it would be kind of like planting our flag on like tin machine doesn't have enough good songs to fill even an album yeah I, almost so 10 at least you know is i'm
0: convinced we might even call it like top 10 i don't think we're gonna do an order but just top 10 10 machine or something yeah or not uh, best of yeah it's all good okay um so i think our draft style has worked good in the yeah, past yeah um there's definitely I I feel like there's two that were it's I'm not I I I know you're gonna pick it and I want to pick it too but you're not gonna I'm gonna start typing my favorite ones now what I guess what I'm saying (laughs) is are are there any that we think we should uh just get out of the way like we've done in the past Uh. there's two that both start with the same letter can you guess what it would be or, or sorry, they start with wor- the same word, yeah. yeah well,
1: I, we can pick one each and get them out of... Okay, yeah. Let's pick... Yeah, okay. Um, okay, so... Let's, uh, let's
0: do Rock, Paper, Scissors for who picks first. Uh, or do you want to pick last? I, I want to pick last. So it
1: doesn't really matter to me. Yeah. Uh, you can just take last if you want. Okay, uh,
0: so you go first then.
1: Okay. Um, well, I'd probably prefer the other one, but... Or actually, I don't know. They're probably the two best songs. Uh... But the reason I'm going to pick this one first is just because it makes more sense as a first song. I'll do Baby Universal. I think I probably covered this at some point on the, the Tin Machine 2 episode, but what I think uh, is really great about Baby Universal is just the fact that it, it has, like... It, it's not stagnant at any point melodically. Like, it's got... You know, his, his worst songs from this his worst periods can maybe have, like, long, drawn-out verses, but... This song's got, like, a killer intro, it's got killer verses with different melodies from the course, and, you know, it's got great one-liners, like, Failure is Fathers, Mothers to Chaos, like, not only are those great succinct and abstract little one-liners that are just, like, what we've known to love Bowie for, but, uh... They, they sound great too it's just it's great melodically it's it's very commercial I think this is a song that anybody can listen to and and, and put on and, and be a fan of so baby Universal I, we should probably even kick off the playlist too sure yeah well I'll let you we, we, we can't sequence this we can't do anything because this stuff is YouTube on it. I guess we can YouTube make a YouTube yeah. thing
0: yeah we won't be able to put a Spotify or Apple music playlist together that's too bad I
1: guess we could maybe even do if we're doing it on YouTube we can do like live clips.
0: Yeah, well, there, there, there's one I'm thinking of putting a, a live version on, um, but I'll get the other one out of the way first. The other one's "Baby Can Dance." <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I prefer "Baby Can Dance" to "Baby Universal" by by quite a bit. Uh, I I like "Baby Universal" a lot, but "Baby Can Dance" has become like one of my favorite Bowie tracks. It's just that's just so good in every way. Yeah, um, it's got I, I now every time I listen or play a song, I play a lot on guitar is "Diamond Dogs," and it's the same young girl you call in the diamond dogs and the baby can dance is the same chords uh and now i i think of this over diamond dogs when i think of those chords together which is recency bias surely but it's to, to just take over the diamond dogs chord progression is saying something so absolutely love that song uh that's that's my first pick and I know that that would have been your next pick.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of like, because I have zero game plan, I'm just looking at the albums and going, I'm just going to pick my favorites. Yeah. And probably an order of favorites, I guess. Uh, yeah, but you're right. Baby yeah, baby Can Dance. I mean, I knew that's what you were going to pick. Now. I probably would have picked it first. But, um, yeah, Baby Universal, Baby Can Dance, killer start. Yeah. Uh, I guess from here, I will go with Goodbye, Mr. Ed. Okay, Um. Yeah great sounding Bowie vocal it's kind of nasally and 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 it's uh it's a more like kind of a mellow song with this great abstract imagery uh, a lot of stuff to read into which I mean you know we don't have to get into it too much we covered all these stuff in depth on the episodes but yeah Goodbye Mr. Ed is another song that I think you know some of these songs maybe aren't the most palatable they'll maybe sound like boring rock and roll to some people but I think Goodbye Mr. Ed is a is a is accessible and, and catchy and it's a, it's a great song and should probably be the last song maybe on the playlist. Once we think about sequencing. but yeah.
0: I love the, the, the lyrics to, to stand out the most for me. Um, just the <laughs> talking about art, talking about colonization and stuff. Like they're, they're, they're very good topics. Um, but also, yeah, it's, it sounds, it, I think we said it, it sounds like kind of hoursy in terms of, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. So very, Progressive in terms of his sound, um, I, I love the little peaks of the future that you get on Tin Machine too, sonically. And this is a maybe lot one of the, them, yeah. this is one of the better examples of that. Um, yeah, so great. I, I would have picked it too. It's a bit lower on my list, maybe. It's not in my top like five Tin Machine songs, but it would have made my solo playlist for sure. Um, I'll i I'm gonna pick Shopping for Girls next. Um, th- this listen to tin machine two side two for our thoughts on this we we yeah. we, we made it on it but it's kind of a it, it's not a great song to put on at all times because it's, it's kind of depressing but it's just so haunting and so well done for what it is uh, like i said you're not you're not gonna play it uh, but I do, with i your breakfast i
1: do day. think that you you could get away with it if people are listening passively though like i think a song like repetition is a little <laughs> bit more <laughs> yeah I you guess. know like in your face yeah uh especially just with the way the bass and all that is is operating on that song um i think this song kind of blends maybe a bit better it just in terms maybe, of just like you yeah. know and, and that's you know i think a testament to to how good the song is also yeah all right so we're two or four in I'm on the clock. I'll go back to Tin Machine 2. I kind of like Tin Machine 2 better than Tin Machine 1. I think we came to that.
0: Um, our, I'm pretty sure that's what mm-hmm. we, our consensus was that we liked it a bit more. You know, I I listened to a bit of Tin Machine 1 uh, recently and I kind of forgot how much I liked that album too. But
1: I... I was playing it today just to try to, you know, yeah. make sure I remembered how all the songs went and all that. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, I can look at the track listing and I kind of like not that I would pick them but I'm like how does run go again you know some of them the ones on that uh, that album are,
0: well run are, and uh and sacrifice, don't sacrifice yourself sacrifice
1: yourself I remember that what how does run go again I <laughs>
0: I think those were the two that I said could have been sacrifice we were saying it was a bit too long maybe and those were maybe the ones that yeah. we weren't as big on
1: but I'll I'll go back to Tin Machine 2 and I will pick Am La Pura.
0: Okay yeah
1: um just a beautiful beautiful song and I think that's it probably highlights why I like Tin Machine two better than Tin Machine one. It's that you do. I mean, maybe in in certain spots you get some more somber moments, but Amlapura is more kind of like a dreamy, right? A little bit more ethereal. It's a it's a different flavor, and it's a it's a great flavor. It's done it's done very well. It's it's less of that hard rock, mm-hmm. you know, super guitar driven kind of you know in your face balls to the wall type of shit that you'd hear on the first Tin Machine. Um, and once again, I guess we're going to say this for every song. Go to the Tin Machine 2 episode if you want to hear the in-depth <laughs> thoughts. But yeah, Amlapura was, you know, I don't think it's a surprise to anybody. I think it was the tumble and twirl pick and all that for us. Yeah. As the kind of underrated, under the radar song. So yeah, I'll go with Amlapura. I think it, it uh, it's a very unique song in the Tin Machine catalog also.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, it's, it's one of my favorites. Maybe like my like top three I would say it yeah, would have been, would have been my next pick.
1: We have two more picks. <laughs> Shit. I got to better choose them wisely. You've got three. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've picked three. Yeah.
0: I think I'm going to go live yeah. Hey, Cause I, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, you know, tin machine is a, a band that I think needed to be seen live, uh, to, to really like when they were on that's tin machine at their best, I think. And, I'm going to go with uh, I Can't Read, live at Les Segal in Paris. Uh, on a release that just came out in 2019, um, it's early Tim Machine stuff. So yeah. bef- it was um, before the, the second album. And uh, the I, I talked about it on our live episode. The, the They slow it down, so the tempo is even slower on a very slow tempo song. And it yeah. just the you can just feel the the anguish of his writer's block that he's that he's talking about in, in the lyrics and the it's just it's probably the closest to grunge that that they actually got it's like if, you know if they're going well is it really grunge and we've talked about, at length about whether or not tin machine is a grunge band or not but there's no doubt i think that i can't read is a, is the grungiest they got and I just, I love the, the feeling that you get from this particular live version of it. It's, it almost feels like they don't, like they're losing their minds. Like they don't know what they're (laughs) doing. And Reeves with that lick is like, he's not playing it the same every time, despite it being a very simple lick. He's playing it different and off time and like hitting a wrong note every once in a while, but it's like intentional and it sounds great. Love it. So that's my pick.
1: I can't read live. Well, I'll go in the total opposite direction—the least grungiest thing they ever did. <laughs> um, the acoustic, uh, spectacular track off the first ten machine, amazing. Oh yeah, good one. Um, you know, maybe a little lyrically bare, but you know that—that's a lot of the first ten machine is that way. You know, it's kind of very simple lyrics, very simple love song, but a very nice love song. But you yeah. know, it's you know, it didn't really call for these crazy lyrics you know i didn't need to be oversold in that way i think amazing is uh it's just a beautiful song yeah, yeah. and i like you know I let the, eh, eh, like there's the kind of nice guitar textures on it you know it's like okay they're not doing the hard rock thing but they're doing an acoustic thing and they're adding these those, very nice uh,
0: those lennon esque upstrokes that
1: <laughs> yeah yeah um and he's kind of singing like Lennon on a lot of the songs in that first tin machine or at least a few of them well, the next one of on the album is Working Class Hero for God's sake, but yeah, amazing is uh is amazing <laughs> is uh we like to make our awful puns our awful <laughs> comment obvious yeah. comments, um, and once again like uh, I think it our playlist is kind of it's getting really diverse now which I which I like um, because you know Tin Machine often gets called this hard rock grunge thing but you know we're kind of we got a little bit of that but we're in a lot of different directions to go which is nice I think we're Representing their canon quite well. So
0: I've got two picks left, and um, there's like f- f- I think uh, like three or four songs that I want, and, and one of them's going to be left off. And I'm hoping you'll pick one. So now here comes the strategy part.
1: Right? Yeah, I actually don't even know what I'm going to pick next. Oh,
0: this, this is tough. Um, oh, I I part of me wants to go with. Uh, no. Okay, I'm gonna go to Tim Machine two and I'm gonna pick Betty Wrong. Um I I absolutely love the the, the guitar work on it, the intro, uh but most of all I love the chorus and I, I love the build up to it throughout the it's a very kinda I, I I think I kinda compared it to We Are the Dead, the way it kinda just creeps along and then mm-hmm. has the but unlike or, or sorry, like we are the dead. Then the the chorus is just so different from the verses that it, it adds another layer to it, and I, I love that transition. I love the chorus. Uh, just one of my, yeah, Betty Wrong, one of my favorite Tin Machine songs. And I don't think you would have picked Betty Wrong, so I feel no, like I, I feel like I have, no. to, I have to. pick And, and Betty
1: it's one. not that I don't like it. I just think there's a f- there's a few more I probably prefer. Ooh, this is tough. Like I mean, there's so many good songs I, I feel like I'll probably have to pick one of the we kind of picked the the album the deeper cuts that we liked um,
0: I think I know what my next pick is gonna be I'm hoping you'll pick it <laughs> because I want to pick another one too
1: oh can, yeah you I for, uh, you have last picks you get you get another one ah uh,
0: so before our last picks let's run down what we do have we have yeah let's do that uh, baby can dance baby universal uh, Shopping for Girls, Amlapura,
1: I can't read live. Betty Wrong. Betty Wrong live would have been interesting if you wanted the Bowie Saxel, but it's a, it's kind of maybe drags a bit. Yeah. Uh, Goodbye, Mister Ed, <laughs> and Amazing. That's a that's a solid eight. Okay, I've kind of picked a lot of somber songs, so I think I'm gonna I'm gonna try to ramp it up here a little bit. I'm gonna go with a quick and just killer track. You'll probably be excited that I picked this one. Because I think it's one that you like also. Um, sounds like the jam. Yeah. It's bus stop. I was, <laughs> I was pointing to it.
0: I had it written down. <laughs> that was and, the one I was saying. I'm glad you picked it.
1: <laughs> you know, Bowie is a great artist for, like, he's got, like, one-liners in songs that, like, st- they, they leap out at the page to you. Mm. And I don't really get and awful lot of that with Tin Machine but the one lyric I just have not forgotten is when he's uh, talking about Jesus or whatever in the second yeah. verse. the guy that's you saw Jesus in a dream or something and he offered you Something from sin. I'm not saying that I don't believe you, but are you sure that that really uh-huh. was him? And it, it's done in a. I like the melody. It's, it sounds kind of like Britpop. pop. It sounds like the Jam. Well, the it's way like
0: that they yeah, the the whole Jam thing of like getting your sentence out, just no matter how many more words there are, you're gonna fit it into that line. You know, yeah. at the end of the of the the, the measure. Yeah, love that. I, um, I'm really glad you picked this one because y- I, I I probably would have. <laughs> so.
1: He's no, just got... Right. It's it's a great... It, it kind of represents that nice pub... The, the, oh, the pub totally. band. Right? Yeah. And, you know, like I said, I was kind of yeah. picking all these songs that don't translate live that well. Like, you know, Goodbye Mr. Ed was decent on They Baby. And same with Amazing. And, and, you know, all these songs are nice. But they're kind of like studio cuts. I think Bus Stops, like, got that kind of balls to the wall. The thing that Tin Machine's kind of best known for. And I, I had a couple other picks that I would have liked, but I, I don't think any of them were as killer... Is, is bus stop or as is, is, is raunchy as bus stop so yeah. yeah we're going i'm going bus stop my last pick i'm happy with that one i figured you would be too yeah <laughs> uh,
0: and check out country bus stop too if you haven't heard it um, yeah it's it's fun i mean it's bowie does country for three minutes well not even he actually they do it like they do a verse country and then they do the rest of the song or they might repeat it fast again. Yeah. Which is, it, it's done really, really well. Um, you can find that... Is that Live at the Docks? Or that might be a different one where you find that.
1: Yeah, it is different. It's, it's different. also on an EP. Like That one's actually on Apple Music. Oh, cool. That yeah. version.
0: Cool. Okay. Uh, ugh.
1: I think it's actually... I've got this uh, Tokyo concert, February. Is that 90. the one where I it's on? I think it's Yeah, on that here. is the one. Yeah, yeah it is. Bo, he's always got that. Uh, I remember when you released Black Star, we were trying to look for connections to the past. Oh, he had that got a, star. The, yeah. the Rock Against Racism shirt. with yeah. It says Rock Against Racism and a Black Star. I remember going, oh, that's, I mean, it's obviously just a total coincidence. That right. Rock Against Racism has nothing to do with Black Star. But uh, yeah, it's the the Tokyo concert is where that can be found.
0: I think I'm gonna go with another uh, banger type song uh, with my the last pick. Uh, I was gonna pick "You Can't Talk" because I really like the guitar work in it, but I feel like it's just a bit more of like a throwaway type like, solid album cut.
1: Well, that's what I... When I talk about Baby Universal, I'm like, that song's just great intro, great verse, great... Like, it's got yeah. ev- every... It's, it's
0: got all the ingredients. As like, You
1: Can't Talk just kind of has a it's good missing. Course. It's
0: missing... And it's... Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah exactly. It's, it's good, but it's, like, it's not, like, top 10, 10 machine, I wouldn't say.
0: So, yeah, that'll be... That'll be our... My honorable mention. Uh, I, I'm gonna pick Under the God as, as the last one.
1: You know what? I, that kind of... Because... Tin Machine were a woke band. They
0: were, yeah. And, and
1: yeah. I, you know, I, like, it yeah. maybe isn't my favorite remaining song, but I, I actually think that that was probably the most apt choice to kind of round out a Tin Machine representation uh, playlist. Because yeah. th- that song, you kind of need one of those types of songs in here. You're not going to pick Crack City. No, you know? exactly. Um, yeah. As much as I would kind of like to pick that one, too, just as a bit of a bit, yeah. um, I think that that's, I was kind of hoping you would pick Under the God yeah Maybe great
0: we, we talked about that one at length um but yeah great social commentary and just a rockin song like yeah. it's it love the the, the the uh everything about it yeah great song
1: uh, i think i would have right,
0: I, I probably would have picked that up and higher up if i would have thought of it right wing <laughs> dicks
1: in their boiler suit or something what is he what is yeah. that, some of the lyrics that's another one where like the lyrics are kind of you know this is an album that i just got into, you know, the first Tim Machine album, and that's another one of the songs, but there are lyrics that just, like, you know, kind of stuck with me, which I really like. And it was important, The song was obviously important to them, because if you watch the live at the docks when it gets introduced, like, Bowie kind of gives a bigger introduction to that song than any of the other ones. He kind of explains what it's about, and he explains how it's unfortunately more relevant now than it was before when we first wrote it, and it obviously was very near and dear to them, and... Imagine now... (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. So, yeah, under the God. You know what? Uh, you what was your honorable mention? Uh, uh you the, the song that you almost picked. You, you can't can, talk. You know what? Mine was, and I kind of wanted to find a way to fit it in here. Um, but you know, we just we kind of picked ten better songs. But it, I think this song is considered one of the worst Tin Machine songs. And I, when we did the first run through, like when I played Tin Machine the first time. It was the first one that stuck out to me, and it was it's video crime. Oh, really? I yeah. kind of like you know, if we were to video if we were to crime. press press this to twelve, I would probably uh, do that. But yeah, just kind of video crime. Da, 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 it da, sounds. Da, 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 da. It's kind of got that robotic uh, yeah sensibilities to it, kind of like how baby universe, baby baby, like the kind of like it sounds like a robot almost. Like it sounds kind of like. The melody's kind of digital, almost like a precursor to what you're going to get on, like, an Earthling or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, well, the 97 song. Funny,
0: it's funny you say that, because what I was going to say is I think the quality that I appreciate the most of that song is it is very of its time. So it fits yeah. that. It's not passe. It's It was kind of, like, it sounds like that maybe now, but yeah. Transplant Yourself, 1989, it's kind of, like, right on, right,
1: right bang on. Yeah, I could have seen that being, like, a you know there's like a baby universal 97 i think there's another yeah one. i can't read maybe i can't read yeah. and then i could see there being a video crime 97 to me it would have fit like that's another one of those songs that i think is a sneaky pick for like a this is a link to bowie's future um and like i said i think it's one that will generally be regarded as one of the worst like maybe did we do a uh did we do a tumble and twirl for that album which one that would be like my nomination the first tin machine
0: I think we pick baby can dance
1: oh because that's because like baby can dance is like uh, it's unpopular to the world but maybe it is considered one of the stronger tin machine songs like within I, I, the tin machine I don't know yeah I, I feel like if world. if people I think
0: for those who are into tin machine everything is good because it, yeah. it really yeah, like that's, that's true. you know like, yeah.
1: that's where you kind of have to pick stateside or sorry I, yeah. Or, or video or like the songs that really nobody's into like run, but we don't even we yeah. don't care for that song. My, yeah. My
0: honorable mention Stateside. I'm kind of like, my tongue isn't really in cheek when I say it. I, I really like Stateside. <laughs> you know why, you know why it's been in my head since since doing those albums. It's still in my head occasionally. Yeah. That says a lot about a song and yeah, it's not everybody's favorite brand of rock music, but it's earwormy and I like it
1: (laughs) I should just pick it just because
0: (laughs) I'm gonna kick off or I'm gonna let's just make this a
1: top 20 and just (laughs) cut out the four songs that actually aren't good because tin machine was a pretty damn good cut
0: out uh yeah all right um
1: so yeah anything else you want to say about tin machine Uh, speak now well, I think we've covered them pretty in depth. I think you know if you, you play the album episodes, I think we we kind of do it justice. We kind of maybe explain why this was. We don't just say it was the necessary step Bowie needed to take. We kind of dive into that a little bit uh, more specifically on the album episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's too bad they kind of teetered off. I, I'd almost yeah. like to maybe we should uh, end this playlist or this uh, this episode with like sorry. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah, Because that's kind of the that's like the. Uh, that's the song that plays during the the credits when Tin Machine's movie wraps up, right? Yeah. Uh, it, it's uh, it, it, I, I had a lot of fun doing this this Tin Machine stuff. Um, there's going to be stuff in here that makes the Bowie Top 100 that I never in a, you know a million no, years would have guessed. Would, yeah. yeah. So I, I'm glad that we did this. This is why the podcast is a fun idea to me. It's because. You know, I did have a lot of fun talking about Hunky Dory and Ziggy and all that, but you know, eventually I wanted to, to get to this, and we did it, and it was a lot of fun. And I hope the the listeners had a lot of f- as much fun uh, listening as we did uh, recording and, and listening to the the music.
0: Yeah, I definitely uh, echo all of that. Um, I've got a, two quotes that I, I want to just just read out quickly. Uh, one's from Reeves Gabrels. Uh, the first one. I'm not even going to really provide the context here, but I thought he just absolutely nailed it when he said uh, Tin Machine fell on the grenade of Let's Dance. And I think what he's saying there is Let's Dance created the mega star of David Bowie. Yeah. And uh, something, it's not like Let's Dance was a grenade that was going to kill his career. Uh, immediately, but over time, it created the celebrity of David Bowie. Well,
1: tonight was the next album, too, so it kind of was. Well, movie. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, but then, I know what you're. I know what you're getting. Yeah, through, he yeah. he has
0: some great projects in the '80s, uh, but what? And then now, to I'm, I'm warping two quotes in here. The the other one's from Bowie. Uh, he said, "Once I had done Tin Machine, nobody could see me anymore, and that's the best thing that could have happened." And That is proof that that basically corroborates uh, Reeves's quote by saying like, okay so you created this monster with Let's Dance with you got Nile on board and you you created this thing where everybody knows what David Bowie is now. And that has been so that's what that's what set him apart in the 70s. Nobody knew what David Bowie was. What, yeah. what's he going to do is is he a soul singer is he a glam star is he like what is experimental in the 70s or late 70s like what what is he and
1: and unless people were into him he was a bit more right. of a cult artist yes at that point, yeah right?
0: and uh bowie also in the same interview said that it revived the passion that he had in the late 70s for experimenting and making new things and it, it tin machine totally did that now like like you said Nobody could see like, what is Bowie like. It, it threw everybody, It was the, it was the turn that set everybody off. Going, okay, well, what what's going on? And it maybe wasn't the type of reception that you would expect in, in a positive way. Like, like it wasn't it like it was about not oh, getting receptional, right? Exactly, yeah. 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 Which is so cool. So it's it, like
1: these try not to get interviewed, right? It's like, yeah, no, talk to Tony, right, <laughs> <laughs> and.
0: So, it wasn't a positive reception, but it was a necessary reaction to, yeah, we don't know what David Bowie is going to do next. So, when Black Tie White Noise comes out, you don't know what to expect. And I absolutely,
1: that is, like,
0: mission accomplished.
1: Well, okay, maybe Black Tie White Noise isn't, like, okay, it's maybe as experimental as Low and maybe not as effective or as efficient but you know what's crazy to me, and I, I kind of just realized this because I'm, you know, I was pulling up the Wikipedia page a minute ago. Like, so when does the Tin Machine tour end? Like February '92. Yeah. When's he recording Black Tie White Noise? Like two months later?
0: Uh, I think he recorded some demos in the summer, but I think it was like September-ish, like in the fall is when they started
1: really getting into Black Tie. So record okay, so maybe the demo. It says April to November '92, just on yeah. the Wikipedia. So I'm just point being like that's. Like I didn't realize it was that quick, like you know we talk about like it. Yep. You said it rejuvenated yeah. his, his uh his quest for you know experimentation. And like I said, maybe Black Tie White Noise is everyone's favorite album, but I think everybody would agree that it would there was a lot of experimenting happening on that album. There's a blending of acid house and soul and electronic and dance and sophisticated pop, and it's just it's everything, right? Yeah. Um, I think Yeah, I mean, and Black Tie White Noise is almost like the there's the Tin Machine was the reset black tie white noise is like the first draft of okay let's try to start getting this experimental solo stuff going and then eventually like the ball really really starts to get rolling uh shortly after that
0: yeah i think there's actually one song too um from black tie white noise that they may have played um on
1: like a live show
0: or something at a live show let's see uh, oh, never! I I thought I read it somewhere. It's, it's I feel free, the cream cover. So no, no. But oh, he was man. into that song like, a lot in '92. <laughs> All right, so that does it for Tin Machine. Uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun doing these these episodes, mm-hmm. and I can't wait to to figure out which one of these makes our. <laughs> we talk about we're talking this up our big top one hundred Bowie song. Episode at the end. I love that kind of stuff, though. It's fun. So,
1: well, just the thought of like Baby Can Dance making it over like uh, what's just a random good song off a good Star album. Starman. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do like Baby Can yeah, Dance. Yeah, I, I do too. Yeah. Star- well, Christ, that'll be a that'll be controversial when that happens. It's so. gonna be fun. <laughs> okay, <laughs> uh, that, so
0: that's it for this season. Uh, I don't even know what season we're entering now they're all kind of just one aren't they <laughs> we, we don't actually distinguish them on our episode notes or anything but
1: I just bought uh, black tie white noise for very cheap on, oh nice s- on CD cool so that'll be the next uh, I guess we're doing the 90s Bowie solo season will be the next one
0: yeah we'll be uh you know I think that the timings gonna work out where outsides gonna be our October album. Which is perfect. Like that is what yeah. I want to be listening to in yeah. October. That's going to be great. So I'm looking forward. Looking forward to the '90s season. It's going to be great. Uh, getting back into these albums that I, I kind of been saving ever since we started this project. I, I don't listen to future, pro- uh, like yeah. stuff that we're yeah, going to do. I, I've, I've taken a break from. I them did. And, I did yeah. play
1: outside like last Halloween. I mean, I, or no, I, mean yeah, I, the, I throw in a song here I, and there. I actually, I got it as a secret Santa gift uh, from a friend during a gift exchange, I play, but that would have been Christmas, so I played it probably actually like in January or something, right. so I did cheat a little bit with that one. But.
0: Well, and I got, I got the records when they came out, when they were reissued uh, last year, and so I listened to them all once, and that was kind of it, yeah. and I was like, I better save this, I don't want to, you know, burn out on it, but...
1: Well, and I was at a record convention, too, and I did, I bought uh, Reality in the Next Day so, I've played those ones within the past year. But for the most part, I mean, it's like, it has to be a set of circumstances like that for me to be playing it. Like, I bought it, you know? Right. And I don't buy albums to not play them, I buy them to play them. You know, if I yeah. see something I want, I usually play it within the first week or two of bringing it home.
0: All right. So, yeah. My most
1: recent purchase, Black Tie, White Noise. I guess go. we'll Our see you episode. when we do that. Our next episode, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Thanks for listening. I'm Jesse. I'm
1: John. Catch you next
0: time.